Hi treasures, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Today as a special treat, I wanted to kind of co-speak and introduce you to one of my dearest mates and uh, somebody who's been one of my deepest mentors in my life for the last 17 years uh, and have a chat about the new course that we're creating just for this time called Soul Care in Uncertain Times. If you want to find out more about the course, it's leonidawson.com forward slash soul. But mostly I just want to introduce you to my beautiful Deb. So here we go. Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to Soul Care for Uncertain Times. We're going to be leading four weeks of mini retreats to help you find purpose and calm in this time of great transition and chaos. I'm Leonie Dawson, and I wanted to introduce you to one of my dearest friends on the planet um, and one of my dearest mentors, Deborah Namara. Deb is a birth doula a women's circle leader, a massage therapist, an experienced body worker. And for years and years, Deb has taught me so much. I found her when I was 21. I was very, very lucky and was so lucky to be able to do um, work with Deb. And um, it absolutely completely changed my life. I am Leonie because of Deb. And I feel so lucky that I get to share her with you all because I've been wanting to do it for years and now I get to. So I am thrilled to introduce you to my darling Deb. Hi, everyone. Hi, Leonie Hart. <laughs> Thank you so much for this opportunity. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's my joy. So I wanted to ask you to share about kind of your vision and your intention for this, this beautiful circle that we're going to lead together. Sure. Um, well, again, thank you for inviting me onto this online verse that, that I've not been a part of before. I'd much, I'm, all my work has been face to face. Um, and this is just a whole new dimension for me. So, or face to vagina in terms of your doula work. Well, yes, yes, <laughs> it's, there's usually flesh involved and, and hugs and things. So because we can't do any of that, this is obviously the next, this is where we're heading. So um, again, I'm hoping that we can, we can create a similar kind of energy that we have face to face where, where people can join, women join us and we just provide a really sacred, loving, holding space for everybody, who we are, where we're coming from and what we're, where we're going um, because the world's a different place now and it's, it's never going to be the same again. So that brings up a lot of different um, emotions for everybody and the thoughts and feelings and energy behind this, these retreats is all about how we cope, how we have coped in the past what it's bringing up for us right now and how we can move forward into this next paradigm with the, the tools that we already have um, along with what you and I can, can offer. That's beautiful. Um, and how long have you been doing women's circle work for? I've been involved in women's groups since my early 30s or probably from around 30. So what's that 25 odd years? Um, originally starting with, with our dear Elanita, who I know is a, 
a wonderful mentor and um, I'm so grateful you had the experience of attending her circles and and having her in your life for all this time as well. So I started, that was my first experience with um, women's work and I was really, I really became an apprentice. There were four of us who were constants in her, her groups who she decided or channeled would become um, apprentices to take this work forward. And um, it's, it's just been such an honour and a, a privilege to continue this work. It was all a work of love and something that I really got so much from by giving. Now, because, you know, you run so many circles, you run um, mother-daughter circles as well, and uh, where younger girls and I've been, me and Astara have had the deep privilege and deep honour of being able to go to those and, you know, some of the highlights of Astara's life. Um, <laughs> so what's it like for you when you see someone who's new to circle, how they usually feel within themselves and, you know, after they've experienced this work, how do they feel inside and how do they, like, how are they changed? Yes, so when women first come to a circle, they're, very, they're usually very shy. Um, they usually come on their own. Um, they don't want to share too much about themselves or about their situation. Um, and by the end of even their first circle, there's a huge energy shift. There's a huge change in who they are. Again, only because they've been seen and heard as who they are. They've taken off the masks of, of mother, of wife, of daughter, of sister, of colleague. They've taken off all these masks and they've come back to the essence of who they are. And, and it gives me goosebumps. It really does just to witness the remembering, the remembering of, you know, who they are and, and what it is they, they, they need for themselves in this life rather than give, give, giving, um, just to come back to what's important to them. Mm. That to me is the greatest gift to witness um, and also the greatest honour to provide space for. And you know, having been in your circles and witness the transformation of others as well, so much of it is about kind of deep self-love and realising that you can be absolutely anybody on this planet and it's beautiful and exquisite just as you are. Um, and that magic and, like, I don't know, kind of God, the you know, the that spirit, like the great spirit um, is so close to touch and it's through our own selves and our own souls that, you know, as soon as you open up the space for that to happen, yeah. women can feel the experience of that and it's like the greatest love relationship of their lives because it is. It so is. And like I said, I always come back to the remembering, remember, remember who you are. Because what's so much of our training from the time we're babies and, and children is to mush that down and, and cover it up and, you know, be good, be nice. All these messages we're given as women or women of my generation were, um, you know, don't speak up, don't have a voice, certainly don't offend or, or be in, in um, be brash or, or um, have, have a, any of these wild opinions. And it really does... I not get that memo. <laughs> 
You did it. You didn't get that memo. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> well, no, I think people tried to give me that memo and I've obviously blithely disregarded. You didn't do it. And this is why it's people like you and this is why people follow you and attract you are attracted to you because you give people, you give women and people in general permission to, to be wild, to be free, to be outrageous. And this is what I love and this is what I, I love to witness and experience is that, you know, shedding of all the shoulds, coulds, must, mustn'ts and, and just watch this awkward, messy being coming, come back to life because um, it's just such a beautiful thing for women to remember who they are and, and what it is they need to do for their soul's evolution in this lifetime. Yeah. And I think, I think this is it. Like all souls, when we can like let go of the, the toxic patriarchy of what gender is supposed to look like and um, what women are supposed to look like and what men are supposed to look like, when we can just like let all of that go and be all of our beautiful selves, it's such a, a miraculous undertaking. And yeah. I remember like reading Sark's books, Succulent Wild Woman and Transformation Soup. I think I was kind of late teens when I found her and it was just like a homecoming. I thought, oh, my God, yes. Like I can't believe that this is, you're allowed to talk about this. Like this is, you can be this in the world. Oh, my God. Um, and then meeting you when I was 21 and I remember, I remember the first moment I saw you um, and that was when you had purple hair and oh, <laughs> you had that and it was just beautiful. It was so stunningly. And you're in the lift and so me and Ted used to work in the public service and everyone would get in the lift and then promptly like look away from each other and everyone dressed in black. Um, it, was very, it was a very odd experience. And I remember walking into a lift one day and there you were and you were just like this beacon of light and you refused to play the game that everyone else was playing of like, let's pretend we're not standing next to each other. And you looked around and you're like, oh my God, I must be ovulating. My womb is just aching right now. And oh never heard someone say you before and I was just turned and I was like her I need uh, my life I love her I adore her this is the living embodiment of a succulent wild woman you're like, like the mythical <laughs> unicorn in the wild <laughs> well in the wilds of a public service building <laughs> And I love that. I love the show. I love shocking people and I still love shocking people, although I don't have that audience anymore. And I feel like that was my greatest, one of my greatest gifts <laughs> was, was that shock factor. And, and, and it's just, it's just saying what everyone else is thinking and, and feeling at that time. Yes, and you were also just such a walking heart on legs. Like, I think even though you think you were shocking, I think you were more just like an absolute joy and a thrill for people. Um, so, Deb, we ended up working on the same floor at work for years. Like, I don't know, it was nearly a decade, I think. Um, and Deb, Deb was just a walking heart on legs. I mean, she even fucking won an Australia Day award because people... <laughs> 
two of them. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like I know. Because people I know. I could <laughs> It's like the Miss Congeniality Awards because everyone just adores Deb. Like and me and Deb used to just have such hilarious times. Hilarious, including one memorable day where we decided to have a competition to see who could hug the most amount of people in one day. Pre-corona, pre- It's <laughs> a different time, guys. It's a different time. But I won because I'm very competitive. Um, and we ran around the floor because we were on a huge government building um, and there's some massive floors with, you know, 100 more people on it. Um, and I think we ended up hugging like 300 people that day. People came back for seconds. They completely did. And then we could, like, rate who was, like, an incredible hugger as well. There were some prize ones there. Like, it was amazing. And we yes. were wetting ourselves with laughter. And I don't think you won. I don't think you won. Excuse I think me. How dare you? Um, and I love, like, our department head came out and he saw you and me do it and goes, I just love you guys. That's I, I love what you bring to the office. And he was like, just a, a big fan. It was almost like he had banners up going, yeah, go girls. Bless him. Bless him. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if people are like, wow, Leonie's wild, I'm like, you should see me and Deb together. That's another level of wild. So, so the four weekly retreats will be um, examining, par examining parts of ourselves, like the physical, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual, whatever that means to you, your connection with spirit. We'll do some meditation, we'll do some journaling, and there'll be a creative element as well. So, so you can actually use this time to, to dive in as deeply or as shallowly as you want with our, creati with our creativity. I think it's going to be just such a, a beautiful time of soul restoration because as, as, as women, we are the ones that are holding the energy for our families and there's a lot of transition right now and a lot of us are now unexpectedly homeschooling, some of us again. Uh, and, you know, we're just trying to keep all everything afloat and yeah. also need to actually have time in order to connect with ourselves and fill our own wells. Otherwise, we are going to turn into screaming batshit banshees. And it's, it's a really good reminder as well because there are so many women out there, women who I speak to, who are saying, I'm not a teacher. You know, sure, I can set them up and give them some online, but I've got to do my work as well. You know, every people are expected, women are expected or men as well to, to work from home, to school their kids, to take the dog for a walk. There's... Again, you're just being pulled in every direction and it's crazy-making. This time is fraught. Not many families have had to spend such a condensed time together. Yeah. And what with that? It's not like a weekend where you can just do your, go out and about and do your weekend things. It's a different time. So, again, for, for us to come back to who we are, what's important to us and how we can fill our well, as you said, I, I just feel this, this, these four, four weeks or or um, little retreats are going to be hugely important and we're recording them so you can do them at a time that's convenient to you if it's, you know, if not first thing in the morning, then maybe last thing at night. But either way, and you can listen to them over and over again as well because I think that's really an important aspect of this work is 
there's a lot to take in. And I, I just think it's, it, it really is critical. It's mission critical right now um, for women to come home to themselves and recharge themselves because it's the only way that we can be forces for light and good in the world. I know when I was a new mum and I thought the way to be the best mum on the planet was just to be available 24-7 and then learned the very, very hard way that... Yeah. Um, no, I actually needed to make specific time for me away from that. Yeah. Otherwise, I was going to go batshit. And I did go batshit. Spoiler Well, you did. So I wanted to say we feel really called to birthing this into the world right now and offering this sacred space. You can attend live if you wish. We're going to make it at times so it's available to as many people on the planet as we can. But it'll also be recorded. You'll have access to it for years to come. Um, so you can use it whenever you like. We understand that, like, we've all got things to manage right now. So if you need to manage kids and husband and the time that works for you, that's totally doable. You can set yourself up at the right time. You'll have all the, the recordings and the worksheets and all that sort of stuff for you to go through when the time is right for you. And if you want to come on live, that will be beautiful too. I, For me, doing this work with Deb, these kinds of circles, they have changed me irrevocably. And um, I feel so, so fucking blessed that I have been able to do these. I've, and honestly, I've done women's circles all around the world now. Like whenever, wherever I go, I'm like, whoa, there's, there's a circle, I'm going. Um, and they're all beautiful and magical in their own ways, but nothing is compared to the experience of, of Deb's circles and... Deb's mentor, <laughs> Ellen Eater as well, her circles, they're just, it's got, it's like the gold star standard, truth be told. Um, and so to be able to share the magic of Deb and her heart with you, uh, I thought, wow, this is the right time and I feel like this is what is most needed. So if you're feeling called, please jump on in now. We can't wait to see you in there and we can't wait to create some truly deep and beautiful magic with you so you can create purpose and calm even during chaos and you can have true soul care even in uncertain times. If you'd like to know more and to enroll grab our early bird discount and all our beautiful stuff, just head on over to leonidawson.com forward slash soul. I'm feeling so thrilled that I get to share Deb's work um, with the world. She has been such a huge blessing in my world and to so many others. And I feel like it's time the world needs to be able to be in the warm embrace of, of Deb's love and wisdom too. So it's going to be a special, special experience, I think. If you've got any questions at all, just email me, support at leonidawson.com. Otherwise, let's just keep on partying. I love you guys. Bye.